And hello and happy Friday to everyone. It's time now to check in with Mona Austin for the Slice Report. Happy Friday, everyone. Ohio, a red state, just delivered a win on reproductive health for the Democrats. In a special election in Ohio on Tuesday, Ohio voters blocked a Republican-backed referendum that would have made it challenging to change constitutional amendments to affect abortion rights. Having a Republican majority, the state affirmed a measure that would thwart reproductive access, and it is a win for Democrats because it would have limited the majority to only being a Republican majority. Now, this is significant because it could be a bellwether for other states, and the White House is praising this action. One year after the CHIPS and Science Act Biden administration marks the historic progress in bringing semiconductor supply chains home, supporting innovation and protecting national security. President Joe Biden was on the on the road on the West Coast celebrating some of the advancements that have taken place since this bill and others were passed. It was one year ago that President Biden signed into law the CHIPS Act, and it is worth nearly $53 billion in an investment in U.S. semiconductor manufacturing research and development has increased jobs coming back to the United States, which is something that he made as a top agenda item. The ex-Minneapolis officer who was involved in the killing of George Floyd was unrepentant as he got nearly five years of jail time. The former Minneapolis police officer, Tao Tho, was sentenced to 57 months in prison on Monday for aiding and abetting manslaughter in the death of George Floyd. And he was a former Minneapolis police officer convicted in the state court for his role in the killing. He is getting four years and nine months. Now, Tao had previously testified that he merely served as a human traffic cone when he held back concerned bystanders who gathered as former officer Derek Chauvin, who is white, knelt on Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. A Georgia doctor is facing a lawsuit for the decapitating of a baby during delivery. The doctor used too much force and decapitated a Georgia woman's baby. According to a lawsuit, attorney said it was filed Wednesday. The baby's mother and father, Jessica Ross, and Trevion Isaiah Taylor Sr. attended a news conference in Atlanta where their attorneys announced the lawsuit against Dr. Tracy St. Julian, a Southern Regional Medical Center, and it's a hospital in Riverdale, Georgia, where Ross went on July 9th to have her son. Riverdale is about 13 miles south of Atlanta. Now, quoting, they were so excited about the birth of their first child, said attorney Corey Lynch. Unfortunately, he continued, their dreams and hopes turned into a nightmare that was covered up by Southern Regional Medical Center. Neo stands up to cancel culture in our entertainment watch. He's a 43-year-old acclaimed singer, and he does not agree that children should select their sex. In an interview on Vlad TV podcast, he commented that we are living in a strange time. 12-year-olds can determine their sexual identity. Quote, I feel like parents have forgotten how to be a parent, he said. He received backlash for this stance and issued a Twitter statement apologizing that was apparently crafted by his publicist. The statement read, quote, After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. He added that I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQ community, so I understand how my comments 
could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. But on Monday, he released a video in which he remained firm on his personal convictions. Neo said, I need you all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. First and foremost, I did not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. If my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. Any thoughts on that, Chedrick? That's a part of this culture war with rights for the LGBTQ community, but those rights are being applied to children getting it's getting younger and younger and younger in terms of them having reassignment surgery and help with health care concerning sexual transitioning. What are your thoughts on that? We live in a world where people are going to make choices of their own, and we have to respect their decisions on what they decide that they will want to do. I've been I've been doing a lot of biblical studying on that and, and reading Romans 14, and that's what I've been talking about. Uh, there are people that are doing things their own way, and they, they don't fear God. I fear God, and if that's the choice and decision that they make, that is something they will have to live with. And more in entertainment, rapper Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison Tuesday in Los Angeles County Superior Court for shooting Meg the Stallion in the feet in the summer of 2020. Not appearing remorseful, Lane says that the he only took responsibility for all the verbal and intimate moments that he shared with the parties involved, adding, that's it. He literally shot someone in the foot and then sticks his foot in his mouth, not showing any signs of guilt and remorse, and says that's because he is innocent. You don't, you don't shoot nobody you love, Mona. You just don't do that sensitivity you could have possibly killed someone and then your whole entire attitude is oh well that's very interesting indeed cedric and then on to a sadder note and that is the fires in hawaii we literally looked like we were looking at hell on earth over the past three days when a brush fire caused a massive inferno on the big island now that area that was affected is Maui and Lahaina. Those areas have been almost dilapidated by flames. And this started by Hurricane Dora. The winds being so forceful from that hurricane, even though it didn't touch down on the island, just the strength of the winds, the National Weather Service says, is what caused the brush fires and they got out of control. So our prayers and thoughts are certainly with the people on the island of Hawaii. And the president of the United States, Joe Biden, says the federal government has issued an emergency recovery and relief efforts package for them and will do everything they can to help with recovery. Now, Cedric, on to the biggest news of this week. This time it is not politics. It is something that deals with the history of this nation, the racism that has been deeply rooted from day one in the United States. And we want to handle this very sensitively because we are living in highly sensitive times. Um, and we certainly want to send the message of love and togetherness in this country. That is our focus and we do not condone violence. But African-Americans are celebrating a violent incident in Montgomery, Alabama, where last Saturday, a person parked their boat in the wrong spot on a river dock. And the 
folks on the larger boat that was looking to park, they had a dinner cruise, and they were looking to park their boat. So one got off, asked the party who was wrongfully parked to move their boat, and a fight ensued. But it wasn't just a regular fight. It was a massive brawl that appeared to look like an uprising. And that is the imagery that is in so many people's heads because uprisings are how so many slaves got away from slavery. And black folks came from all directions. There was one young man who swam across to go and rescue the dock worker who asked for the folks to move. And the next thing you knew, there were blows, black on white blows all over the dock. What are you thinking when you see people from two different races just coming to blows and what the potential could have been if there were weapons involved, Cedric? I think what you saw was a situation where there was one group that thought they was above the law. And they um, felt like they didn't have to do nothing. Uh, Of course, we do know that they were intoxicated. So while they were intoxicated, their thoughts and how what they believed came out. And they took the initiative to go up against the the worker who was doing his job. He they had issued a warning and asked the people to come move the boat. And when the guy came in there, he disrespected him. Let us do that to them and see what what happens to us. But in this case, they didn't respect him. They all ganged up on him. Even the wives did. Huge mistake. The people saw huge, huge mistake. And and that is a matter of and that's I've been looking online for thoughts on both sides of this. But there is a straight line. Generally, most people are saying that the one side was wrong because they weren't respecting authority. And the mayor of the city, as well as the police chief, they all agree that the dock worker was simply doing his job, like you said, and that this escalated because underneath all of this was a sense of entitlement and disrespect. Yes, it was. And, you know, for the women to be coming and kicking him while he was down on the ground, that was wrong. It was wrong for the man who came out of there and took the chair and slammed it and and hit people. That was wrong. But Let's talk about the chair. Let's talk about the chair because the person with the chair, they've also, the police department there in Montgomery has also asked him to come forth. They did arrest three people. A fourth person was at large at the time of the press conference. And then they also asked the person who wielded the chair as a weapon um, to come forth for questioning. Do you think that person should also be convicted, arrested, and, and perhaps convicted? I wouldn't want to say he should be uh, arrested, but he does need to be brought in and have a discussion. Um, you know that there's going to be lawyers that's going to be brought in this, and, and this will definitely be going to court and everything. But, uh, I mean, let me let me just give you this thought, Mona. I'm going to break it down to you, okay? Break it down. When our people was getting lynched and hung and drugged and everything, that wasn't a problem to them. The Emmett Till situation, you know, if, as a matter of fact, when you watch that movie, and I'm saying, you're saying I'm comparing it to Emmett Till, well, they did a whole lot more and everything uh, t- to the individuals, to our people, our ancestors during that time period. Was it right? No, it wasn't. But they did it, and guess what? They got away with and it. And got away with it. And were not punished for their actions. And so I'm praying that this young man, that, you know, it's just a slap on the wrist and that he will be able to move forward. But sometimes in your moment, you can get caught up. And I understand why he used the chair. There are a lot of things that have happened to our people back in the day 
that don't that you cannot we cannot justify. They can't justify. So it's 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 just a thing that happened. And did we do we condone it? No, we don't condone it. You know, but um, and we don't. And and it's it's you know it's one of those situations where when we are looking at things literally in black and white, we do see an imbalance in the carriage of law. And not just all the way back to Emmett Till, but that's a great place to start because things seem to just unravel with a lack of accountability. And that is sort of a symbol of how blacks weren't getting accountability for being killed in our history. But we see the same thing in modern history and the reporting that I just did on George Floyd and over and over and over again for the last nearing two decades now, we have seen African-Americans and more modern-day lynchings, because that's what they, they are. Um, and we have seen these things, and the accountability has taken marches and, and other things to get the attention of the criminal justice system to actually treat African-Americans fairly in situations where whites are involved in harming them. So this was an, an unprovoked situation, just to be clear, and it was a situation where we need to be really clear on exactly what happened because we're living at a time where books are being stripped away from classrooms and history should be told accurately in the absence of books in our classrooms and these controls that several state governments are trying to implement. So my thought on this is that we need more harmony and we need more love, but as one of the Tennessee Three said, we are living in the age of find out. Yes, I'm and that s- is what they did in Montgomery. They found out that you can't just harm people. And and the thing that touched me the most was there was a 16-year-old who swam across yeah. that river. Yeah. And he got involved in his generation understanding that you should not respe- disrespect and hurt one of my elders. And I want to say this on air, Cedric, this is very important. People will tend to be quiet and plan quietly to retaliate. Yeah. And so we need to, as much as people are saying they're proud of this young man, we need to be in prayer about this entire situation for him, his family, and anyone whose faces were revealed online. Yeah. Because people do target folks. Yes, they do. And we don't want to see things get out of control in this country again. Well, I'm going to say this. This incident could have been avoided if the people had to follow the rules. They know they didn't pay the money for that spot. That spot was leased out by that company, and they violated it. Violated it. it could have been avoided. All they had to do was just say, yes, sir, I'm going to move my boat and go to another area. But instead, they decided they were above the law. All I can say is this. They said the guy was 60 years old that was the worker. And Mona, you know, me and my guys, my, my sports crew, what we do now is we put our hat on front, then we turn it to the back, and then we step back and we – Flip up the hat and we say, "Hootie hoo!" I'm done, Mona. <laughs> and on that note, I just want to tell you and your fellows to be careful, and everyone else out there, be prayerful for our, for our country. But on that note, Cedric, I want to say I'm glad that even in the midst of this being something that's it, it, it's sad, I'm glad that people were um, able to find a way uh, that it made your soul feel good somehow. There's a lot of black folk joy happening around this situation, and um, hopefully it has sent a message that will be long-lasting. Amen. 
Amen. The upper hand. We gotta get everyone out of here. We gotta get everybody up. Who do you? Who do you? Who do you? Who do you? Who do you?